Hello and welcome to From Impossible to Inevitable. I am your host, Megan Bauer. Thank you so much for pushing play and joining me today for this episode. Please check the show notes for anything that I might have added for you, including a link to the YouTube version of this podcast, should you like to watch me rather than just listen. Today, I have another fun metaphor for you. (laughs) I told Jake once, I was like, I should have named the podcast something like metaphorically speaking or something like that. (laughs) I love metaphors. I can live by metaphors. I love them. I'm not sure where in my life I started to love them, but I love them. I love finding them in the day-to-day and and especially with ordinary happenings. Finding those little metaphors is like treasure hunting for me. So my oldest daughter has recently developed a love of birds. She loves to identify them. She loves to um, identify them by their by how they look as well as by their call or their song or their sounds. Um, she looks for birds all the time, uh, whether we're in a, a parking lot at Target or whether we are camping in Moab, she is looking for birds and she wants to know what they are, what they eat, what they sound like. And this has just become a really fun interest of hers. She even has this um, National Geographic kids book on birds that she can just be found reading randomly anytime. The other day I came upstairs to find her reading this book to her little sister. And according to Jake, they had been at it for 30 to 40 minutes. She's just reading this book about birds. She loves it. So she has been, or she was kind of begging us to get a bird feeder. And it took me a while, but we finally did it. We finally got a bird feeder and she told us the birds she wanted to attract. And so we got black oil sunflower seeds in hopes of attracting this specific bird. The one that she wants to attract are called black cap chickadees. And we haven't seen any of those yet. Um, but upon farther research that she has done on her own, um, black cap chickadees, I guess this is from her. Um, they eat bugs in the summer and seeds in the winter. So hopefully as winter sets in, we'll see some of these black cap chickadees. However, we have attracted flocks of house finches to our bird feeder with these black oil sunflower seeds. And another um, product, I guess, of us putting up this bird feeder is we now have sunflowers growing. 
right? The birds knock the sunflower seeds onto the ground and the sunflowers just pop up. These sunflowers are really quite incredible at finding any amount of dirt and just sprouting and digging their way down and up and sprouting and just flourishing. So luckily we put this bird feeder in our like garden area in a very barren spot. So the growth of these sunflowers isn't a problem. It's actually quite fun because we're about to have a bloom. And I know that when this podcast goes live, we are in mid-October, but right now, today, it is August 16th. So we are still very much in summer um, right now as I record this podcast. So by the time this podcast goes live, the sunflower will have bloomed and probably died. Anyways, um, in addition to these sunflowers that are growing, we have we now have a ton of bugs that have come to you know eat the sunflower seed shells and to decompose those and um of course now we have the birds that are consequently fertilizing the ground and all of this Here's my metaphor. We made one change, which you can say the change is the bird feeder, or you can say the change is the sunflower seeds, because the bird feeder necessitated the sunflower seeds, but the sunflower seeds are the ones that have caused the birds to come, the sunflowers to grow, the shells to attract the bugs. Um, but whichever one you want to go with, just go with it. We've made this one change that has created this little ecosystem change in our yard. Because not only do those sunflower seeds fall in the garden area, they fall in the grass. And so that's brought slugs and worms up to the surface for, I don't, I don't know why biologically all of this works. I don't know how insects eat and all of that stuff. Okay. That's not my expertise. This is all observation. Okay. I've never seen worms at the top of our grass or, you know, mid-level or slugs before the introduction of the sunflower seeds. So I'm just deducing that this change has brought all of this. And I know the birds are eating the bugs because when the feeder is empty, they're still in the grass and on the, on the garden area, they're still eating the dropped seeds and they're eating the, the bugs and, and everything. So I know that all of that's happening. We made this one change that has made this little ecosystem in our yard this ecosystem change. And as a metaphor, one significant change can also change your ecosystem. It can also cause a whole bunch of other positive and maybe negative effects in your life. 
if you make a positive change, you're going to have lots of positive consequences to that change. And some of them are going to feel negative. Some of them like that's, that's, that's just what happens. But sometimes when we make a change, we're like, well, if I hadn't have done this, then this wouldn't have happened, but I'm still glad I did this, even though this seemingly negative thing happened. Okay. So it's like, if you want to simplify it a little bit, it's like buying a dog. When you buy a dog, you have dog cuddles. You have a companion to go on walks with you and you've got a best friend, immediate best friend, but now you have to pick up dog poop and sure you can hire that out. You know, we've, we see signs for that all over the place over here. I don't, a service for anyways, whatever, but you have to deal with it. And that could be a negative thing, but still I'd rather have a dog and have to deal with the dog poop and the dog hair because I love her companionship. So there are things like that that are seemingly negative. And for some people, like for Jake, he doesn't really love dogs. We have a dog because he loves me. But for him, <laughs> the trouble isn't worth it. If he didn't have me, he wouldn't have a dog and that's fine. Um, but because he loves me, all of the trouble of the dog is worth it. So you can make a change one, maybe seemingly small, but highly significant change can end up trickling down to make a huge impact. Now I want to point out here when we, put the bird feeder up and filled it with seeds. Birds didn't come immediately. Sunflowers didn't sprout immediately. The bugs didn't show up immediately. None of that happened immediately. It happened little by little. There was a couple of days and then the birds showed up. And then a few weeks and we realized that we had sunflowers growing. And, you know, maybe another week or two before I started to see the influx of bugs. And then as the feeder would be empty, I would notice that the birds were still around because they were eating the bugs. So none of that happened immediately. However, the one change was still significant enough to cause all of that ha to happen over time. So if you want some sort of ecosystem change in your life, I invite you to spend some time thinking about what one significant change you can make, whether you're adding something into your life, a new habit or a new routine or a new schedule, or you're subtracting something from your life, you know, distancing yourself from situations or people or um, cutting things out of your lifestyle and your or your diet or breaking bad habits. What is one significant change that you can make that will trickle down 
and cause all of these other changes. Now, when you progress and move forward, you're always going to encounter new problems. It's like, okay, I'm going to eat healthier. This is just an example. I'm not actually declaring that. But let's just say I'm going to eat healthier. So the benefits to that include, you know, more energy or better complexion or weight loss or whatever it is. There are all of these benefits. And now I have new problems. What, what are healthy foods? What are good recipes that I can make? Now do I have more cooking time because healthy things tend to take longer to cook? Or what do I buy at the grocery store if I'm not buying the things that I'm used to buying? All of those are now new challenges and new problems that will, that you can figure out, that I can figure out. Everything's figure outable, but they are new problems to solve. And then as you move forward with, okay, now I'm eating healthier. I want to exercise. Okay, awesome. There are great benefits to that as well and new problems. Okay, what are the best exercises for me? How do I do them? When do I put them into my day? All of those are problems that now you need to solve because of this positive change. Yeah? Yeah. So I invite you today to think about an ecosystem change you want to make in your life, whether it's you know, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, or career goals, or personal goals, or whatever it is, and ask yourself, what is a significant change that I can make that will trickle down and create this ecosystem of a change? it can be small. It should be small. If it feels large, heavy, and overwhelming, then you need to, you need to chip it down and figure out what the core is. And because if you're, if your big goal is I want more birds in my yard, but you don't know what the small change is to bring more birds into the yard, You could do lots of things. You could buy chickens. You could, what are some other changes? I don't know. But you could think about other solutions to bringing birds into the yard. (laughs) And if you were to buy chickens, then that has its own set of problems that you need to solve. (laughs) Um, So what, what is your bird seed? What are your sunflower seeds? And spend some time thinking about that and how to implement that change, how to insert or delete that thing from your life so that you can have the ecosystem change that you want. It's not impossible. You can make big changes from small changes. That's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. 
I appreciate you and I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day with all of the sparkly things. Bye for now.